It can't be that bad, oh, 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 it can't be that bad. Bada ching, ba bing, bang, boom. I don't know what kind of drum set, bada ching, that was. Um, let's get to the movie, dude. Hey, y'all, welcome to another episode of ICBTB. Um, my name is Alejandro. And my name is Christian. And we want to say welcome, 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 welcome. That's something you do a lot. You, you you say welcome, welcome, welcome. And you sound like Pac-Man when he's eating dots. Welcome, 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 welcome. Yeah, I think it's going to be my new thing. It's going to be one of my okay. catchphrases. You've also said it in one of the episodes. Yeah, because... Because you're rubbing off on me, man. Good. Did you That's want me good. to say something nice no, all of a sudden? No, I like it. I like it when you're nice to me. I do want to give a shout out. Since we do nice things, I want to give a shout out to our buddy Otis here. Otis, yell, scream for us. Say hi, Otis. Say hi. hi. That That's probably his came off on the microphone. Um, we'll get you a mic one of these days. Yeah. Uh, he's going to be checking. Okay, no more. Stop. Uh, he's going to be fact checking <laughs> us and he's going to be on the computer and taking photos. Uh, you should follow him on Instagram. His handle is picks by underscore. Otis. O P. <laughs> God damn it. Um, yeah. We haven't done that commercial seven times. Oh, nope. Not at all. Let's so, jump into this movie. We watched a movie today, guys. Uh, the movie was called Year, Year One. One. Um, it was uh, suggested by a friend of ours. Uh, Jen Puza, thank yeah. you so much. Uh, shout outs to you. At and the end of the episode, we'll give you a, a thousand, thousand more. Shout outs. Uh, well, 999 more. Yeah. Um, this is a great movie. I've always liked this movie. I remember seeing this movie in theaters. And I watched the unrated version. Did you watch the unrated version? No, you got access to the... Un- There's an unrated version? Yeah, it's three minutes longer. It's... Uh, <laughs> three? <laughs> it's not any different. Okay. There's no boobs. There's no un- nothing to make it unrated. They just kind of vamp a little bit longer. Yeah. This movie was originally supposed to be R-rated. Was it not? No, it was PG-13. Because while watching this film, like... I've recognized that it is extremely dirty. They're making a lot of jokes. A lot of but phallic they're quick. jokes. They're, they're quick. quick. They're very quick. Um, um, there's. A, let's jump in the nitty gritty real quick, and we'll, yep. we'll go from, from the beginning of year one. Year one uh, came out in 2009. It's rated PG-13. It had a runtime of either 97 minutes, or if you watch the unrated version, 100 minutes. Wow. Um, it had a 4.9 out of 10 on imdb 15 percent on rotten tomatoes and 34 percent on metacritic jesus christ um yeah um i was really excited when he brought up this film um way back and i was really really excited it was on netflix until like yesterday when i wanted to watch it Uh uh-huh right it was on netflix for a long time until yeah i started looking it up and i was like it was just here yeah and like now I got to pay four bucks on all other platforms. Thanks. Hey, but hey, folks, it's worth the watch. It's really funny. I will say that this film is saturated with a lot of Comedians. adult humor. Yeah, it's directed by Harold Ramis, the great, great, great Harold Ramis. What else did he direct? Stripes. Okay. Ghostbusters. Boom. He's, uh, he's, he was, he's fucking Harold Ramis. He wrote on Saturday Night Live for the great golden years of it. Yeah. He's fucking of the Bill Murray, fucking Chevy Chase ilk. He's fucking the best. Harold Ramis is by far one of my favorite directors. And he um, really made this movie work in the sense of like just a, a historical joke, a joke on history. Yeah. Well, not history. Oh, it's the his, Bible. It's extra oh, on the, on the Bible because it's, if we were talking about history, it's very historically it's, inaccurate. It starts <laughs> off pretty historically accurate with like some Neanderthals and like running around hunting yeah. and gathering and then immediately takes a right turn to be like, all right, hey, we're going to eat the forbidden fruit. Yeah, we're in the Garden of Eden now. Um, they are. 
Um, here's the synopsis in case you haven't seen the movie. Yep. Uh, after being banished from their tribe, two hunter-gatherers encounter biblical characters and eventually wind up in the city of Sodom. Christian, this movie had a budget of $19 million. Okay. How much did it make? $19 million. I'm going to say... I'm going to say $22 million. I'm going to say it made a small profit. $43 million. $43? Not a huge... It's been over a long time. It's been about 10 okay. years. Uh, and it's it's not a bunch of money for it to have made in that amount of time. Mm-hmm. Um, not, not usually... This movie isn't thought of as a success. But it was popular enough that if you were to bring it up to anyone nowadays, they would probably know it. I'm sure people... They did a big marketing thing for it. It was on the Super Bowl commercials and shit like that. It wow, was, really? It was a big deal, Holyfield. Um, uh, and it had, like, everybody. Fucking Harold Ramis, Christopher Mintz Plas. It had Michael Sarah, like, the Michael top Sarah of his career. Michael Sarah and Jack Black are the top two. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, they made a good... They, they were hilarious, dude. Really funny. So Their quick wit and, like, I think their acting really helped this script. I think the script is an okay funny script. But I'm sure there were like a lot of moments in the script. The way that they were, the way that they say stuff, the way that they're yeah, the it was way loosely scripted. I'm sure a lot of it was improvised because it just yeah. even though they were acting, it was very much Jack Black and Michael Sarah. I don't care what people say about Michael Sarah's awkward Michael persona. Yeah. He's so fucking funny, dude. He definitely had some of my favorite lines for sure. I think um, the majority of the lines that I wrote down, I didn't take many notes because I love this movie so much. I just was watching this movie and enjoying it. Gotcha. Um, but I did write it. down some of my favorite quotes. There are so many. I've filled up my notebook, like two, three pages of my notebook, just full of lines. Right with Michael Sarah's entrance, the, like one of the first scenes. With the strawberry? Yeah, he's picking strawberries and he says almost immediately, you, oh, You hey don't want to pick. You don't <laughs> want to get picked. You don't, <laughs> I don't think you want to get be gathered. That's you want is. to be eaten. And then he eats a strawberry. He eats then the Then the hunters come back. They knock the berries out of his hand. <laughs> yeah. And they're all over the place. And, and he says... Well, now there won't be any berries in the salad tonight, so we all lose. <laughs> and it's so like funny. his little like set aside throwaway lines. I think maybe this movie has talked to me in a special way because like I think I do that a little bit in my own way. You right? definitely do. Just like kind of like say a throwaway line to myself, not really to anybody else, but just. But it's to a little like, more aggressive when you have those throwaway uh, lines. <laughs> yeah, Michael Sarah he does in a very like wimpy, just kind of like oh well, fuck me. But when you say it, it's more of like oh well, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah. Now we don't have berries in the salad. Dude, there were a lot of cameos in yes. this film. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of a lot of people. Jack Black is the, one of the other leads. Uh, I just want to say real quick, Jack Black is wearing a skunk. Is he? Well, like the whole time. They all have wearing like animal pelts, right? Oh, that's but right. But he is wearing a skunk the whole time. He's oh, when he's uh, trying to lay in bed with, um, what is it, Cain and Abel's sister? Uh, yeah, yeah. Who's a lesbian. She uh, is. He tries to seduce her by like... Putting Licking his mouth his on the skunk, skunk tail? tail. Disgusting. You were going to say, the, so the cameos, uh, Harold Ramis has a cameo. He plays uh, Abraham. Yeah. Yep. He plays Abraham. Yeah. Oh. Ab- no, he plays Adam. Because um, he's Cain and Abel's dad. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's Harold Ramis. Cain and Abel played by David Cross and Paul, Paul Rudd. Rudd. Beautiful. Um, and if you don't know the story of Cain and Abel, um, Cain was the children the child of adam and eve yeah and he killed his brother uh, it was the first murder in uh recorded history according to the bible yeah i can't imagine one sooner and it was really funny the way it happened because david cross plays um kane and just they get into a brotherly sibling fight 
and he smacks him with a rock, and we all think he's a dead. Big rock. He's no, he like beats him with the rock, and then he even does like a little like, uh, oh no, self defense, self defense. Like it's, this isn't what you think it he's is. He's trying to play innocent, yeah. And then Paul Rudd is kind of like waking up. He's like, uh, uh, and then he's like, what? And he grabs a rock and again smacks him again. <laughs> He's like, oh no, what have I done again? And then he smacks him again oh, he and does again. That a few times, yeah. And he says, what have I continued to do? <laughs> He's like, you guys could have stopped me. There's two of you and one of me. Yeah. David Cross, funny guy. He ends up being quite a through line throughout the movie. The movie, yeah. um, as soon as he... So the two hunter-gatherers, uh, Jack Black burns down the village and they have to leave. Um, and they meet Cain and Abel. Mm-hmm. And then once Abel is murdered, they're kind of stuck with Cain throughout the rest of the movie. Whether yeah. they want to or not, they're kind of keep showing uh, Cain keeps showing up in their life and, and, and really progresses the story forward, making them aware and kind of being their leader and their teacher into the new world and how the world works. Basically, right? because yeah. they're they don't know. They're essentially cavemen. Yeah. And they don't know how the world works. And they're being thrust into like at that time, I guess, the most modern city. Yeah. The progressively. Because first they're, they're introduced to this small village, Cain yep. and Abel's village. Then after that, they're introduced to Abraham and Isaac's town, mm-hmm. and then eventually to the to the, the city, city of, of Sodom, Sodom, which is crazy. Yeah, um, and if you don't know the city of Sodom, it's uh, like uh, old timey Las Vegas. Basically, it's where the term uh, sodomy came from. So if you didn't know that, you could write that in your little notebook and uh, use it as a little uh, party trick at parties. Yeah, that definitely won't get you moved up. <laughs> in the line but, but it might make for at least one banter. awkward glance um <laughs> a couple other lines that i really enjoyed was um uh jack black tells michael Sarah that he wants him to be his right hand man yeah and michael Sarah responds with I- i've seen what did you what you do with your right hand yeah i'll have no part of that <laughs> so disgusting and like i love yeah they're throwaway lines they're just like very small very did small you, lines. did you recognize who the witch doctor was Bill Hader, man. Bill Hader. Through all of that makeup, it was Bill Hader. And is he wearing blue contact lenses or his eyes He's blue? wearing something, dude. I don't think his eyes are blue. No, I don't think so. I think he naturally has brown or hazel eyes, something like that. He I was see. funny. He was funny. Can we get a check? What color are Bill Hader's eyes? Please? Yeah, Otis, please. Um, Let's put you to work over here, Otis. <laughs> Jesus, um, what are you even... You were typing something a minute ago. What were you looking up? Are you not even paying attention? He probably has a lot of information. Give him a chance. Give him a chance. And they say, I'm the douchebag. Otis, I love you. I'm going to be mean. Otis, what color are his eyes? He's looking it up. Give him a chance. This is dead air, Otis. This sucks. You're making the episode suck, Otis. No, this is you. You're bringing it. Speaking of suck, one of my favorite lines is Uh David Cross to Paul Rudd saying, uh, you're a suck. What is a suck? Is it short for succubus? Yes, Otis. We Green. were both off. Um, so he calls him a, a suck, short for suck, suckle, no, suckle, up, it is. Yeah. suckle up to God. <laughs> Dude, great lines. I also love how Jack Black and Michael Sarah introduce yeah. themselves to Abraham and Isaac because Abraham's like, I'm uh, Abraham, son of so-and-so, uh, of house Adam. of uh, blah, 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 mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, Jack Black is like, I am Zed, son of Zero, mm-hmm. uh, and this is O, oh, son of U, from the, the house, house of, of Sticks and, and Dung. dung. Yeah. Uh, fun fact, U and Zed are all different ways to say the number Zero. It's very clever. That's why I wanted to point that out. Oh, buddy, are we on the same thinking lines? We're on the same wavelength for um, once. I also thoroughly enjoyed, and I know that most people won't, and this is probably one of the most uh, juvenile jokes that they make in this movie. Man, there are so many. Bring it on. It's when Jack Black is tracking somebody through the poop, the human poop. 
Disgusting. And he's like, oh, they, they were eating apples. And Michael's just like, what difference does it make? And he's like licking it. He like takes a bite out of it and he goes, oh, my mistake. That's that's bear poop. <laughs> Doesn't help us at all. <laughs> oh, while we're at it, I want to say one of there's so many good lines. One of my favorite uh, dirty uh, lines from there is... Uh, Michael Sarah is looking at Ema from afar. Mm-hmm. And, Ema's uh, the girl that he likes. Ema is the girl that he likes, played by Juno something something. Um, very pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ema is talking to one of the hunters from uh, from their uh, village, or from uh, yeah from their tribe. Mm-hmm. And Ema's rubbing the the hunter's spear. And uh, <laughs> Michael Sarah says, "Well, that's suggestive." And Jack Black says, I wouldn't read too much into it. And then it would it cuts back to her. And now she's rubbing two spears. <laughs> and Michael Sarah is still sad. He, she, and he says, she's just asking for a splinter. It's so... Yeah, that's I, a good why one. didn't I write this first? When, um, when they get to Sodom, they get arrested by the police or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're about to get beaten up and they wake up the guard. Yeah. And the guard comes down and he's like... Uh, do you want to kiss me? <laughs> and Michael Sarah's like, and Michael Sarah is like, what? In like a romantic way. And then he just like moves on and he's like, whatever. He's like, I'm going to get, go get the stick. And he gets this like big stick with, with metal notches in it to beat them with. Yeah. And he, and he leans them over on the table and Michael yep. Sarah gets up and turns around and he goes, I'll have that kiss now. I'll have that kiss. <laughs> this movie has some great quick little throwaway lines Absolutely. that are, hilarious to me like it's quick little like sketch jokes that run throughout the whole movie the game is like essentially it's i like to think that they're essentially modern guys in the year zero because they don't understand anything but at the same time they're very like aware of what's happening you know what i mean yeah absolutely it's like if you and i were to be thrown into that era and we were to learn all the mannerisms of that time we would be just as bad at hunting and gathering we would be just as bad at being soldiers and and like when they when they get drafted into the army and michael sarah has that big helmet on and he's like (laughs) he has it's so big he looks like like a chicken (laughs) he has to like look up to kind of just see ahead of him he goes into and they call it hats they call helmets hats he goes to the the general and he's like hey I didn't. I didn't see a hat guy. Is there one where I could get a small one? This just one. This one just looks so looks silly. silly. It looks so silly. And they they get screamed at. They have to fall back into formation. They don't know what a line is, so no. they're trying to like. And so and they all pull out their swords. And Jack Black is super obnoxious. He's like, yeah. He's like two seconds late, but he gets the sword out. Yeah. And then Michael Sarah's like, oh, I didn't. I didn't get a sword. I didn't know this was for swords. I thought I just got the holder. I just got the holder. <laughs> Poor guy, dude. Michael Sarah in this movie, in every single episode, I've said that I'm this character and you're that character. Uh-huh. I'm going to say you're Jack Black and I'm Michael Sarah. Because Jack Black's, he's overly confident. And he, you, if, if there was a girl that we knew that looked like Olivia Wilde being, mm-hmm. uh, you know, escorted I do like Olivia Wilde. by soldiers, she's gorgeous. Thank you. You would, you would definitely be like, hey, how you doing? And I would be the guy if when I like someone, I would be like Michael Sarah and just try to like get their attention from uh, a distance. I like, very when he, awkwardly. I like when he's standing there and she's like dancing and he's like hi, hi from like twenty oh, feet yeah, away. He's, hello, he's like, and like talking at a t- quiet, quiet speed. Hi, Ema. Hi, Ema. Hi, Ema. Hi, Ema. She doesn't even know I exist. Sixty people in a, in one village. You have to really try to not know somebody, dude. And when he finally goes up to her, to starts to, dancing. 
starts dancing and Jack Black is giving uh, Michael Sarah advice from He's afar. He's like, they're doing the jackal dance. I'm not very good at the jackal Don't dance. Go up. Do the jackal dance. So he goes Don't up. jackal dance. And like Michael Sarah puts his hand on her face to get her attention. And then she just gets up and starts dancing. This is all before Jack Black burns down the village and gets the entire village sold into slavery. Yes. He ruins people's lives. He's ruining He's ruining a biblical history. So as while we they're it. getting stuck in Sodom, uh, they're village is being sold into slavery also in the city of sodom so they meet yes. these women again and they're trying to like break these women out of slavery yeah they're friends from uh their yet, tribe yet jack black is constantly trying to get laid by olivia Wilde, like pretty much anyone yes anyone actually and like uh what i think was really funny is michael sarah is also like just as interested in getting laid but not <laughs> all, not as aware much. of how to like get it done yeah he's he's trying to say he when he's like uh, a, a golden statue slave boy in the orgy party that's a really funny scene. and he sees um ima uh-huh. um who's also like a slave there like a, i'm assuming She's a, a concubine yeah a concubine and uh he, he walks up to her and he says hey um, what are you doing after this? Like, when do you get off? And she's like, never. Um, never. I'm a slave. <laughs> and she's like, like, oh, yeah. I gotta get going. He was like, okay, I'll go strike a specific pose. And can I say, one of the mm. most disgusting scenes of the film is... Was him rubbing oil? On Yes. On the, um, on the high priest. Yeah, on the oracle or so whatever. So he has to rub oil on the high priest uh, multiple times. Who has an extremely hairy body? It's a forest. He has a, a forest of a chest, dude. And... The, it's one of the grossest scenes, especially because of what the high priest says. Mm-hmm. What did he, he say? Sa- he says, uh, shit, like, um, do something that you're going to be ashamed of later, you naughty little goat. I'm like, what? That is disgusting. He says, paint a picture on my body. Tell a story on my nipples. That's gross. Oh, but this is PG-13? <laughs> yeah, they, it's a 13er, bro. The non-rated oh version. Gosh. That one. That scene goes on a little bit longer. Really? It goes on, and then like when he, um, when Michael starts asking questions about the, uh, the like the holy room, the holy of holies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which is also one of my favorite lines. When Olivia Wilde takes Jack Black and she goes, "I want you to enter the holy of holies," and he goes, "Good, because I want you to sit on one of my holy of holies." <laughs> and she's she like, goes, "What?" what? <laughs> and she's like, "No, the holy of holies, the the sacred room," and like. <laughs> And he goes in there thinking that he's going to get vaporized by with the gods. And of course, nothing happens. Uh-huh. And Michael Sarah's in there and he's like, how did you get in there? And he goes, I don't know. Nothing happened. And he goes, but I'm the chosen one. How did you survive? <laughs> and Michael Sarah's like, oh, I, was, I was hiding from the, the high priest. I've been rubbing oil on his body. He shows his like hands. Two- he has like tumbleweeds. Of hair. And Jack Black is like, oh my God, is that all chest hair? And he goes, hmm, not all of it. <laughs> oh man this is and then so they lead a revolt and they kill the king and the priest the high priest and they they um did you when they were sold into slavery yeah and michael sarah is making bricks or stepping on the mud did you recognize that guy who's next to him um no with the gap yeah and is he, I, he looked so familiar that's but who paul is that? shear that's paul shear that's paul shear damn dude oh, a bunch hilarious. of cameos yes. in this film Hilar- horatio sans yeah right in the a gentleman by the name of Imbe Maragesu. Is that what he was saying? His name is Imbeg Maragesu. So we got people in that tribe named Zed, U, oh, Morlack. Morlack. And uh, then we have Ima, Horatio. Ima. Maya, and Imbe Maragesu. Why does and he like have- constantly he's like, uh, 
how come Imbe Margesu said he saw you out in the forest? And he's like, what if I told you that Imbe Margesu is a liar? That's one of my favorite so lines. funny. Because they, they, that name rolls off their tongues like it's nothing. That's They're, the thing they practice more than the script in, I, itself. I, I like it. I also like um, a couple of the, the, the like religious jokes like when they're making fun of circumcision he's like um they're talking to abraham right he's like so we'll honor god by cutting the tips of our penis and jack was like <laughs> what like you are you telling me you have too much penis you have- <laughs> yeah i think i have the and right amount snip off he's like <laughs> and then so like so they run away from the yes. village and they're still talking about it and michael Sarah's constantly like um he mm-hmm. says something like uh well, how much is the tip? Like, yeah, what's what his my, definition of the tip? What if his tip is like my favorite my part? Tip? And he goes, "Your tip's the only part." <laughs> <laughs> this so is to fucking hilarious. This movie is great. Extremely fast. I if love- you know the Bible, if you are even semi-religious, you'll you'll really enjoy this. movie. You'll get a laugh. You'll get a laugh. I, I love uh, the part where Abraham and uh, and Isaac they were all praying with uh, their village, uh-huh. their town. Yeah. And uh, Jack Black and Sarah they're unfamiliar with these prayers, and like it's right before they're eating. Michael Sarah's already eating as they're saying <laughs> the prayers, and he's like, "Thank you, yep, thank you for the bounty." And Jack Black is trying his hardest to mumble the same words that they're praying in the prayer uh-huh. verbatim. He's like, yeah, um, um, holy be to our father for the bounty. Uh, he, he does because Jack Black wants to fit in. I noticed that. That's like th- what I did think was really. Game. Let's get let's get a little smart about this movie yes. real quick. I want I do want to get into something, um, but we'll get to that in a minute. Let's get a little smart about this movie. Okay? okay. What do these two characters represent? Okay. Jack Black, I think, represents the character of the person who goes with the flow, looks around and sees what's happening in a room and understands how to adapt to that room. Yes. Constantly in, in situations, whether he's being a soldier, whether he's being um, forced to steal, you know, in the streets, uh, whether he's praying at the dinner table, he understands immediately how to ingratiate into this culture and make himself part of that. Group. He needs to assimilate to survive. Exactly. Yes. Michael Sarah on the other side is constantly looking around and seeing kind of the... Uh, the flaws in everybody's in thought. this society yeah. everything from hunting and gatherer society to the silliness of the prayers to the like the definition of a tip you know what i mean like he's what, constantly, if, what if god doesn't even exist yeah the the the, the the virgins he's like well why, why virgins like he doesn't he's he's asking the question that i think um most religion doesn't want you to ask oh yeah absolutely and, and so, that was good writing on uh, on the yes, writers very part. funny very absolutely funny. um i think and Michael Sarah, they, they they prefaced by saying that he was the smartest guy in their tribe. He was the first person in Jack Black's yep. and his tribe to invent the gourd. Well, not Be- invent the gourd, but to use the gourd to carry water. To carry water. There you go. Uh, because prior to that, they're all drinking water just using the palms of their hands. And it would just, I don't know, it would just drip through I their mean, fingers. He's the smartest man, but he didn't know how to make... Did you see the arrows he made? They were just sticks. They're just twigs. And uh, Jack Black was trying to hunt buffalo. <laughs> those were like sheep, actually. I think technically those are sheep. Technically, really? Yeah, I think those that's big a breed brown of sheep. things? Um, I want to read a couple things here for you. Please go ahead. Um, I have a five-star review and a one-star review. Nice. Yes, let's do this. Okay. This is very fun. This is very fun. They're a, a tad long, and I'll have to... Um, you'll have to forgive me because this first one, which is a five-star review... Is both uppercase and lowercase constantly. So all um, right, you're see. gonna have to decipher it. I'm all ears. <clears throat> this one is uh, by a gentleman named James W. It's rated five stars. This is from May of 2019. Oh, this is recent. Okay. Says, the title is Oh sure. I watched this several times. Why would it remain with membership? It says without fail, invariably. 
Whenever I happen to really, really, really like a movie, you people at Amazon make the movie over the rent, over to the rent for a couple of days group of movies. Okay. I swear. I'm sorry. I swear to you, if you remove another one of my favorite movies (laughs) to something I have to pay extra to watch, I will make sure that I distribute entertaining pamphlets telling everyone with eyes and ears how superior Netflix is, and I will suggest Netflix to everyone I can. Remove another one of my favorites, and I will remove as much of my revenue as I possibly can. When Prime first came on the scene, it was great. But that was short-lived, unfortunately. Amazon is too big of a company to be nickel and diming us customers. Every time I search for a movie to watch, it always costs money. Something around $5, to be exact. Uh... To have access for a movie for 48 hours on top of my channel, $15 each, and membership fees of $15. If y'all continue your terrible business practices, I hope you fail miserably. Amazon Prime is expensive, a movie service you can get, and it is no good. I don't know of any other service that gets away with what y'all do. It's bankruptcy. Regardless of nickel and diming, you do okay. James W, man, you are an opinionated man. That's a five-star review. Wow. <laughs> he left his caps on, or his caps lock on for most of that review. Some of the words didn't make sense. Like, suddenly, like, I know. You know what I'm saying. Um, he must have been belligerent drunk when he was doing this. Very passionate, though. I, I applaud this you, year, James This movie w. came out 10 years ago, and he's writing this review. Yeah, a decade later. I have another one here. This one is uh, also written in 2019. This is a one-star, though. A one-star review by gotcha. a gentleman named Truth Be Told. The title of this review is called Trivializing the Bible. It's wow. Okay. <laughs> strong, strong opening, man. This movie should have just stuck to the fake hunter and gatherer theme. So where do I start? Essentially, this was an attempt to mock the Bible. So white people apparently represent the beginning year one and the end through Sodom and Gomorrah in this movie and mixes and meshes history as usual. Year one appears to take place in a tropical place, apparently where there are exotic African animals, in the Garden of Eden. Yet, no black people are in the utopian idiotic society, though you'll find two token black people later in the film who agreed to be in the background. When their year one was, I guess we'll never know in this sadistic film. If you have white cavemen dressed as African witch doctors in chief, or perhaps the new blackface... Jack Black, a random caveman, is supposed to be like Adam, eating from the tree of knowledge. And I'm guessing his effeminate friend represents Eve. Although Jack Black, not to be Eve, is the one who's tempted, like Eve, from wanting to eat from the tree. Um, Perversion. 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 On so many levels. Apparently, there was no consequence for him eating the tree. Perversion. Only that, <laughs> only that his being accident-prone causes him and his people to go into slavery. Into Sodom and Gomorrah. Perversion. But before his journey through time, he visits the people of the Bible. He comes to the realization that he is the chosen one, 
oh, these are all in quotes. You can't see my air quotes. Uh, the chosen one to save the people he accidentally caused to be enslaved. Perversion. Everyone who represents the so-called people of the Bible were white folks. Perversion. Sodom and Gomorrah was predicted to be destroyed by fire in the movie and attempt to try and stick to the Bible. But even even then, it was never in the film. Perversion. Everyone at the beginning oh of the movie God. was wearing animal skin, covering before Jack ate the tree of knowledge and good or evil. Why? Perversion. The co-main character was in love with his sister before and after Jack ate from the tree. Perversion. So what's my one word that sums up this movie? Perversion. perversion. I would be I would be busting up if it wasn't perversion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, that guy man. was like the Steve Harvey of perversion. He was like, "Give me perversion." <laughs> How many times can you say perversion in one Amazon review? Jesus Christ! Oh, man. He made if, a game show. Thank of you that guys review. for sticking around for that last one. That's that one hilarious. Was... That guy must have. He was very sensitive. He must have watched The Passion of the Christ right before this, this film. one, and then thought year one was like a follow up to it. Like, mm-hmm. oh, oh, perfect. Year one, the sequel Here to Mel go. Gibson's Passion, Passion of, of the, the Christ, Christ, starring Jack Black and Michael Sarah. Let's see what they got. Year one, and then he's watching. He's like, this is. Not how the this Bible goes. This is terrible. Rosary in hand and like oh, holy God. water in the other. Yeah, he watched all of it. Wow. Yeah. You sure you didn't like this film? You should have just stopped it, dude. Like he it's obviously it. a joke. I mean, it's not Truth the be told, best movie it. in the world. No, I think it's funny. Yeah. You do have to expect this to be a dumb, silly movie, yeah. but it is fun. And there's some so quick wit. Fun. There's some quick jokes. You know, you can kind of go a little bit deeper into the idea of these two characters being the dichotomy of a modern mind in, in kind of the civvy and in, in, don't get mad in the silliness and trivialness of the new and old testament Mm -hmm. you know a lot of these stories are so kind of out there and kind of fooey when you do read them they are kind of silly it's like wait abraham you took your son all the way to the mountains to what kill him yeah and what stopped you oh just something that made you just an angel came down and was like hey maybe don't kill your not even god came and told him not to kill his son supposedly an angel was like hey don't do this yeah, it's just it's just framing the absurdities, the unusual, and that's where we find humor. That's humor. Yeah, it's it's um I I have no complaints about this film, and no, I grew I love up Catholic. This movie. I we love both grew this up. Movie, yeah. It's hilarious. It's smart. Yeah, if you yeah, like I said, if you've read the Bible or grew up with a little bit of religion, and you can take a joke. This movie is really funny. This movie is really funny. Yeah, like there there are small things that you will appreciate even if you are like religiously sensitive. Like, come on, the the soldiers in Sodom, they punish them by titty twisting <laughs> the their their yeah, prisoners. They, they pinch them. Um, One of my favorite scenes was when they were caught after the, entering the Holy of Holies and Michael Sarah was hanging upside, upside down, down by the chains. Okay, my favorite part of that is when Jack Black tries to break out. He's and he's just like, all right, I'm going to break out right now. And he's just, if it's the last thing I do. He's flailing his head and arms yeah. and nothing. And, and then, then Michael Sarah this entire time has to go pee. He was like, I, I can't hold it anymore. And since he's hanging upside down all this pee just drips down into his face and michael or and jack black's like close your mouth close your mouth and so <laughs> michael Sarah's trying to breathe while his mouth is closed <laughs> and the pee enters it's his nostrils so much pee. it's a lot it's a lot so much pee and then like for the rest of the movie like your hair looks really good and he's like it's the, it's it's probably the pee, pee in there. it's all the pee i love when um michael Sarah actually finally sleeps with ima at the very end, at he's the like, climax. He's like, you can't kill this woman. She's not a virgin anymore. Yep. And she's like, neither is he. And he's 10,000 times more confident than he was before. Yeah, that's what happens, dude. There you go. If you haven't tried it yet, folks, sex. Sex is great, guys. Put <laughs> the bonos down. <laughs> 
Yeah, put your right hand away or your left hand. Never the left hand, Christian. Never, never, the, never left. the left hand, Christian. Hey, guys, I really apologize about Alejandro's behavior. If you're left-handed, go ahead. Do it. Do it. I understand situations can make it so that you can't use your right. Maybe you're a, uh, you're a lefty. Maybe you don't have a right hand like Luke Skywalker. You have anything to say to that? Well, you seem really disgusted. Kit, blink. You've looked. There you go. Finally. That's I do so want to say to real stare. quick. Um, earlier today, Christian mentioned that he's shocked about the things that I get offended at. Yeah, because sometimes. Today, he did one of the worst things I can imagine. Okay, go ahead. Okay. He's, what is it? We're hanging out. <laughs> and Oh, you laugh about it now. Because it's hilarious, dude. Uh, he comes around the corner and three times in a row, he says, Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Stop, Beetlejuice. stop, stop. What do you think is going to happen? it three times in a row. What? Because that's, then he's going to appear and start doing stuff. And okay? he's a nice Stop. guy. No, Beetle- he did good mm, things for you that almost family. Got me to say it. What? Does that really freak you out? Folks, uh, Halloween's coming up. And um, if you. Ho- Otis, stop that. Otis. Otis is over here, not saying a word, barely doing any fat checking. Yeah, he has, he's been on his phone ignoring everything. Eating my trail We're going to get a new intern, dude. Yeah. If you guys want to be our intern, hey, uh, DM us if you guys want it. We have an open spot. All uh, we need you to do is uh, know how to use Google, Excel, and have like, pff, what, $500? That's it. That's all we're asking for. Yeah, guys, so hit us up. See you later. ICBTB One more time, podcast. before we leave, thanks and shout yeah. out to that's Jen right. Puza. We got, okay, so that's 998 more for Jen Puza. All right. All right. Shout out to Jen Puza. Shout, shout out to Jen Puza. 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 Hey, everybody. Real quick, we want to give a shout out to a couple people. Yep. A huge shout out to John Boo and Alan Boo for the great sound production. A uh, shout out to uh, Greg Reasoner for helping us out with our cover art and title work. And a shout out to you guys for your endless support. Right. Thank you very much. Uh, don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes and Spotify, anywhere you hear us. We'll see you next time. It can't be that bad.